So you hear Death's voice in your head and you or former Death's voice in your head and you and you hear her go too bad you will never know the luxury and the power within which you wield. And that I guess is your fault, not mine. Why don't you stick around? You stick around for as long as you want. So then you you hear a voice go, ah, your first death, huh? Oh, Very shit. nice. Prep. And you see Prep in the corner just kind <laughs> of like, <laughs> leaning leaning against the wall. He's got kind of like a uh, toothpick in his tooth. Uh, he's kind of playing with it or whatever. He says, is this in I'll... the classroom? Yeah. Yep. He's sitting just off to the side and he says, and a lich for for uh, the icing on the top or cherry on top. I don't know. I, it's something like that. I know. Yeah. It, uh, what yeah. do we say in D&D? I, don't I have know. no idea. Are the cherries I, here? I hope the so. Cherries on the bo- the top of it. Wait. Yeah. No, no, I don't know. That's not it. Anyway. Yeah, did anyway. You know that, did you know the lich was here? You could have told us yeah, you could have said something. <laughs> do you think my job as prep is to just like tell you what everything's going to happen? Come on. I kind of thought it was to prepare us for what was going to happen. Oh, I already prepared you. It's in the you. name. <laughs> it's in <laughs> your name. You're the, it's the name thing. Hey, that... you did the job. I didn't need to do anything but sit here and watch. Right, he's not <laughs> really wrong fun. about that with Zelenar. We did, we did nail it. He goes for a high five again and immediately pulls it back. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I have to get used to this. Yeah. Zelenar holds up his hands and wiggles his fingers in the gloves. He goes, even so, even so, I need to be cognizant. I need to be self-aware of my own skin. Ugh. Yeah. Maybe he's, we should uh... get you gloves instead. Oh man, man, that's such a better idea than having to make sure everyone else is wearing gloves. Yeah, yeah you, I'm gonna you already it. got the rock and roll outfit. All you need is the gloves. That's true. I am wick as fuck. <laughs> I will get wick some wick gloves. <laughs> so then Prep's like, well, congratulations. One down, many more to go, hopefully. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt with my exasperation. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he says, ah, how did it feel? Did it feel great? I bet you it felt great. No, prep. It felt terrible. I don't even know. I don't know what happened. Where'd he go? I don't know what happened. Listen, I don't get it. That's just a guy. I don't get it. Okay. I, uh, I, I kind of lost my sense of self there for a minute and just like shuffled him off or her, I don't even shuffled the lich off. Is that you what sure happened? Did. You sure did. <laughs> You, t- you just just have have faith in this one thing. This evil being doesn't belong here, and you put him in a better place. Oh, I was hoping that maybe he went to a worse place. Yeah, that would make more sense, wouldn't it? I was talking yeah. about a better place for everyone else, not for him. Oh, it's... Thank you. Uh, you know what? Come on, That's my fault. You're right. I, you're right. He blows his head. He goes, I can't. I, I, that was my bad. You're right. He's a metaphor. Metaphor. Metaphorical. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then, so now, so hey, prep. Hey, now what? Well, you could probably, I mean, these, these people are probably on their last legs. You could probably take care of them. And he kind of push it. He shares it. He kind of whisk his hand, his arm out or whatever. And you see, everyone that had been playing all of the instruments are not all children, yeah. but, but a bunch of different beings and from a bunch of different cultures and they are all laying on the desk and they're 
they all look like they've aged probably, I don't know, some are younger, some are older, but you can tell that a lot of them look like they've aged like tons of years and they're just exhausted laying on the desk. Is this like a damage thing? Because I'll just blast all 40 of my lay on hands points and heal everyone. Yeah, why not? I'll spread all 40 points evenly among whoever's in here to heal them and make them whole again. Okay. While he's doing that, can so player assumes that the whip was the functional phylactery for the for the thing, but we can't really break the whip. So Sailor is going to look around the room to see if he can spy a phylactery or some other like object of power that we could potentially then destroy to help these people get their lives back. That's that 300 years of experience right there. Well done. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't even think of that. Wait All a minute. Right. Is the whip the phylactery? Cause that would make Cravoy very sad. And I don't talk in the third person often. It, it seems as if it, it could be that the whip is right, extremely well. functional and useful. I don't know how easy it would be to, to destroy it with the energy that it absorbed, but, but perhaps there is another uh, form of phylactery here that we, that we might find. All right. We, we search the, we search the room. Wait, okay. can, can we tell, can we tell like if the whip is a full, like, is that anything that we can even tell? Well, that that would be something you'd have to do. Oh God, what is that? What's investigation in this game? I cannot remember. Investigation. It literally is, <laughs> there is literally an investigation nice, school now. Nice. All right. It's good. basically just intellect. You have to. Yeah. It's yeah. 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 Why don't you guys roll that? No advantages can, this time. Uh, can we do the per- Do we do we need to do a perception to look around the room? first or is that something like we uh, would no just i think if you're succeed. gonna do an investigation ugh, yeah that's a good point right because you could under no duress we could just take 20 yeah which means over x yeah, amount of time that you decide yeah. we would succeed right you yeah. just keep rolling i look at this yeah. four feet i look at this four yeah feet. let's let's just say perception wise you only see a couple of points like there's his desk there's i'm gonna say because it's a cave Let's just say either it's their desk, something by their desk, or something by his desk. So I'm just going to say you guys just roll a straight-up investigation, and let's hope for the best. I I rolled, and I'm a three, so no. Okay. I got a 14. 14. Okay. So some Can I spend you... luck? I'll spend luck. Sure. How many luck points would you like to use? <laughs> so you, Selena, you're kind of uh, putzing around in this desk and there's a couple, there's two drawers on each side and then there's a long drawer in the middle and it is wedged. Uh, it is locked. Let's just say, and it has the, the lock and it has a, it, the thing uh, is though, is it doesn't, success. it doesn't have a keyhole. It has a, what looks to be a shiny like Ruby and inside the Ruby, it's got, Got, it has five different runes inside of it. So, like, I'm not going to give you guys the perception roll. I'll just say that the runes that he was doing when he when he was trying to get you guys to do the keep with the melody mm-hmm. that those are in that ruby. So, are the runes common, elvish, sylvan, or dwarvish? 
Oh, damn. Mm. You say runes, I think dwarvish, but that's not necessarily. I am yeah. giant too. In addition, if there's a giant, yeah. Let's let let's let's yes. Let's let's say they're actually dwarvish. Ooh. Okay, I read them. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Oh. Yes. Oh, he's using his fingers. Yep. It's good. I have to. Luckily, uh, it's, it's a luckily retina it's not, scan. It's not more than ten, so I don't have to use my toes. So. Um, <laughs> Okay, so the runes read the sun never sets here. Okay, so like, you know, Selenar's like squatting down behind the desk and his, you know, camera sees like the top of his head and then his head just pops up and he says, Cravoy. Uh, what? What is it? The I don't think this whip is a phylactery. What? Uh, well, it, perhaps it is in here. Uh, the, the, the center drawer is locked. There's, a, there, there's no keyhole, but there is a, a ruby. In in Dwarvish, it says the sun never sets here. Kravoy's eyes like roll back. <laughs> so should I whip the desk? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I believe it is never riddle. sets here. So like daytime all the time. One of these riddles, huh? Oh, my head hurts. Starting to hurt. So, like, Selenor pokes at it just to make sure that there's no, like... <laughs> <not> a button. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, it's just a throw over. Like, oh, I don't know what the fuck that is. All right, well, shit, we just won't bother with that. Yeah, you, you poke <laughs> it, and then a little button shoots up on the corner of the decks, and you hear, do-do-do-do. No. Um, <laughs> we did it. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking of, like, uh, when you set off something in Zelda. You know, that... So that's what it sounds like in my head. Yeah, there's. It doesn't look like you can twist it. It doesn't look, look look like you could push it. What's the desk made out of? Because if this just goes poorly, we just fucking smash the shit. Out of the, <laughs> the desk is made out of wood, just like everything else. So he looks over and he says, "I, uh, you've never been one much for riddles, but uh, I, I assume we need to speak the words aloud. I... Maybe I can help." And one of the creatures are it's so hard to t- say things about D&D. It's like people, creatures, whatever. Yeah. Beings. Creatures are, the key word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one of the Let's people. us know what we can yeah, hit them with. say one of the people. <laughs> one of the people comes comes by you and hears what you're saying in Dwarvish, and it is a dwarf. And he comes by and he looks at the saying and he says, ah, this is something from, from our childhood. Uh, the sun never sets on a good fire. Oh... <sighs> Makes sense. Yep. Does That's anything fun. happen when he says the words? <laughs> no, nothing happens. Put the gem up to his face. Uh, words again. <laughs> Would you like to say that a little louder? Say it louder. Right? Yeah, no, hard of hearing. Uh, uh, God, you guys don't have adventuring packs anymore. So then, uh, the dwarf kind of like, does anybody have? <coughs> excuse me. Does anybody have any flint dusty uh, flint? What is it? Flint and, Flint and steel. Flint and I, steel. Can I can I offer a solution? <laughs> yes. I've got a spell called Searing Smite. I can okay. attack the desk and set it on fire. Nice. Go for it. <laughs> Stand back. Stand back for a second. <laughs> let me let me do this. All right. I guess I'll just roll an attack roll on this desk. Are there nails in the broken chair or is it like fucking 
peg with like wedges and shit. Yeah, we'll just say yeah, it's like the wedges that kind of just kind of connect together. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's a fifteen. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be yeah. like you failed on the desk. You burned the dwarf. Didn't Although you? I will say, I would love it if Kruvar missed twice before he hit it. Like shit, and just, there's just like big, like you know, fiery explosion. Shit, yeah. sorry, shit, yeah, exactly. sorry. <laughs> Now, like, remember, this is, this is the guy who just healed us. Yeah, this is, this is something that's not as important as the other thing, so you're gonna do fine because that's yeah. what's been happening the whole game. You whip the shit out of it. I yeah, whip exactly. it and it bursts into flames. Exactly. So you... I will spend my spell slot. Yep, so you it. use your spell on this desk and it catches a blaze. And you watch this ruby as it it melts away and it almost looks like like it turns into almost like a viscous kind of like jelly and just kind of starts to kind of like ooze and bubble and fade away. And, Gross. You, and you hear a voice in the back of your head, Cravoy, and it, it screams loudly. And you can tell that it's the voice, the sound of the lich. Oh, that. Oh, he doesn't like that. <laughs> I can, I can hear him. Do you guys hear oh. that? He so, looks around the room to all the people. You guys hear that shit? No, no, no. But it, <laughs> the dwarf kind of like looks from side to side, like, <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> he points around and goes, You hear that? Uh, he doesn't like it. And he's, he's of course, like smiling, like he's happy. Yeah, yeah, he's not he's not a fan of, of what we just did. So if the gem is melted, I want to pull the drawer open. Assuming I can do that. I was gonna say the desk is kind of on fire, so I don't think you're gonna yeah, build a do it's on that. fire. I, I put the desk on fire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't really, let's just say you, when you see the fire going, you don't really see anything else. There's like nothing embedded into whatever that shelf or whatever that um, drawer is. Um, you just assumed whatever that, whatever that Ruby was, was something of importance. So I'm going to have you guys roll a wisdom check for me. Oh, um right. Uh, uh, Cravoy, I'll actually have you roll who with advantage since you. Oh, okay. Well, my first it. roll was a 19, so 20, nice. second, so 20 total. Nice. I got an eight. Nice. Um, so Cravoy, you can, because you heard this voice in the back of your head and you could, you could hear it almost kind of fading out, almost kind of like a weird, like, uh, metal kind of ah, 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 kind of thing. You sense that whatever this lich was is no longer you will not see him again who was looking around is oh uh i guess you won't be seeing us later then <laughs> you piece of shit <laughs> Crivoy, uh, what <laughs> yep uh he's gone we did it you did it hey uh, you did oh it. so yeah, it was the desk was the i feel like the desk maybe or the yeah. gem itself like the gem you know what i don't know anything about liches or phylacteries but he did he's gone well then, that's that's good because um, from what I can recall, uh, he wasn't really dead. No, until you destroy the phylactery. Yeah, I think that's how that works. Cravoy says uh, I might not have to roll a deception. Cravoy <laughs> 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 doesn't know anything. I'm, no, Cravoy. I think Salinor just knows. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, that's uh, that's it. Yeah, Cravoy doesn't know. Cravoy is basically you. I'm not gonna have you roll anything. Uh, I'm gonna say that Selenar Selenar knows you're talking out of your ass. Yeah, yeah. Because he's he's the one that suggested the phylactery in the first place. So uh, with that, with that, what's a phylactery? What is it? (laughs) So 
so from what Convoy told you, Selenar, you can you can just assume that that is the phylactery and that this lich is out of, is going to be is out of existence, basically. Well, that's one one being we won't have to worry about sneaking up on us later. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's uh. Hey, so so how how y'all doing? <laughs> he looks around the rest of the room like. <laughs> Uh, I guess drinks. I guess drinks after that, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you you kind of they kind of uh, kind of surround you or whatever, and like thank you touch for me. don't don't touch me. They're like go to handshake. You pull yeah, it no, away. No, no. he he oh, has gonna... a thing. Please, please, yeah, just, just back up, back up. <laughs> Human, you know, yeah. you know, physical touch is a thing. Yeah. But yes, yes. We we did it. We did no, it. No questions. Yeah. How long have how long have you all been here? Uh, has this been going on for for a long time? Yes, uh, everyone, everyone in the room, tell us. Sound <laughs> off. Yeah, a, a female towards the back of the room speaks and says, "I I don't know how long it's been. It feels like it's been forever. I miss my family. I hope they're still here. I hope they're still alive." Uh, I I throw out whatever. I assume we know what like date we're currently in because we're, you know, ten years or whatever. So like yeah, we had that yeah. conversation with the captain. So you know, he just says it's whatever the the date is. Okay, if that's and, helpful for anybody. Yeah, and then someone else speaks up and they say, "Well, we oh, we must have been asleep." They just put like asleep in quotes for like six months. Oh. Uh, are are will you all be okay to to make it back to town? Who who needs uh, additional aid? Like he'll help people walk. Or yeah, like, there there's we, a couple of elderly you know men and women that need your help, assistance. But my lay on hands did good, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, they 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 you can tell that everyone's very like thankful for you for what you've done, and you know, boy's very like insecure about his lay on hands ability now that yeah. he can't touch skin. <laughs> Yes, John. Uh, when the phylactery was destroyed, does it seem like they're regaining any of their, not necessarily youthfulness, because some of them may have been old to start with, but yeah. do they seem to be reviving at all with the, yeah. the destruction almost, of the Almost or? like you, like, I almost think of, like, when you think back to, like, uh, if you've ever seen, like, the Lord of the Rings movies where, like, the one king is under the spell of worm tongue or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, all of a sudden he kind of starts getting better. You know, it's, it's not quite cool. that dramatic, but <laughs> you can tell like they look kind of ashen and almost a little older. And then they kind of go back to their normal selves, but you can tell that they're still very weak from what's kind of happened. So they're not, they're, you know, probably spiritually or spiritually, they're probably physically decent, but they're still a little exhausted mentally. Okay, so yeah. they might have some wrinkles still or whatever, and they're yeah. kind of like, you know, yeah. maybe still a little pale. Yeah, or yeah, some of the younger people may have, you know, dark circles around their eyes because they're just, you know, been feeding this energy. Yeah. We help them all. We help them all out. We help them all. I don't Can know how we- long it takes. Is there a temple here? I don't remember when you described the city. If there was no, there is not. There, the, really, there. There's no temple in the port of Lust. Yeah, no. Basically, <laughs> their their temple is is the uh, 
Um, yeah, I think we. I think we. <laughs> I'm not talking about that kind of temple. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, basically everything revolves around just a few markets around town, the brothel, and then there's homes. But you know, at, nobody thinks of this brothel as a, you know, how how a lot of people in our society think of brothels as like, oh my god, this is the you know, this is sin. It's bad. Blah blah. blah. It's like they can tell that this, the brothel of lust, is what keeps this city vibrant. And if it wasn't for that, then there this city wouldn't exist. Yeah, it's like the we put the spring in Springfield thing. Well, yeah, even like yeah. you see the kids that are running around, they don't even notice. They're yeah, just like this happens, you know. Yeah. It's a way I of like life. It. I dig it. Cravoy doesn't get it, but I dig it. <laughs> um, I, I, it's, I, I guess was, the brothel. <laughs> I can't even believe I'm saying this, but I. Uh, um. So, I, as you guys are kind of walking back and leading some of these people, they are. Some of them are finding their their houses, maybe a place <laughs> of business, and they're nice. and they're finding these people, and they're like, "What? Where have you been?" You know, like people are just these reunions. Like, oh my, I can't believe you're here. I thought you, you know, some people like there's like a husband and wife and the ones like, I can't believe I thought you had left me. You know, there's, there is a, a little kid that f- finds his grandpa uh, and it's just like, Oh grandpa, I can't believe you're here. I thought I, mom told me that you'd gone for a, a long trip and she never thought that you'd return. And, you know, and then there's people that are wandering about going where, where, where do I go? Uh, you know, cause they, so- they don't I'd know say where. We, go ahead. I just say we steer them probably to the brothel. Then, okay. Like I would like to take them to someone who's in charge. Yeah. But we didn't really ask around for that. Like Martine went straight to the fucking brothel. Yeah. So yeah. like, we probably take them there. Then like on the way, he's like, um, I don't know how much you remember uh, about the town, but there's a. Uh, brothel it, it sort of is the centerpiece we'll, we'll yeah, take so you, you, there, you see if we like can... there's more than one person that likes that puts up a finger and says like yes we know this is this is our culture it may know it may be something a little foreign to you but yes we uh, we understand what is yes we can we will speak to um grognar uh, yes yes uh whoever is in charge we we were unfamiliar with um who we should uh, take you to yeah so you you head into the brothel with these people that are kind of lost. And as you go in, you see that there are just just men and women and different creatures about just kind of walking about and they come up to you and say, you know, oh, do you want it? Are you here for a good time? Would you like to would you like to have a seat? What would you like to talk? Like there's even you even see like food all over the place, drinks, you know, like they're they're really good about just whatever you want like it's and it it, when you first walk in there you're thinking oh my god this is just going to be like any other brothel you see where it's like okay it's just like i'm gonna take you go to a room we're gonna do our thing it's over like you can tell like they're just like it's almost like being at an inn except for they're okay with their bodies and okay or sharing it with you so you know there's food there if you want it there's drinks if you want it there and you kind of go back a little bit deeper into this brothel and there's this big open area and you see Martine talking with this petite dwarf woman 
and they are just sharing in a good laugh. And um, you walk into the room and uh, Martin goes, oh, my friends, it's so good to see you. And points to the woman next to him and says, ah, see, these are my friends, Grognar. Uh, it's been quite the journey for them. I hope you, I hope you are able to help accommodate them in whatever way you can see fit. And she, and she kind of like does a slow, like knowing not to you, but says nothing. Selnar just says, um, the thing that you could help us with currently is uh, assisting these people. They were beset. We found them in a trance. Yeah. And we're then, able to break them out. And Grognar sees one of the, one uh, that dwarvish man that was kind of helping you with the saying or whatever and says, Tran, Tran, is that you? My goodness. I haven't seen you for a bit. What had happened to you? And he tells the tale of what happened with the lich and, you know, it just kind of describes how the personal hell that he was put through and a couple of the other people do also. And she listens very carefully and uh, uh, looks to you both and says, I, I thank you for what you have done for these people. I, I just assumed that these disappearances were, were the doing of, I don't, I, to tell you the truth, I don't know what Um, we would have disappearances every other week and we couldn't explain it. I had my best men and women to help, you know, try to figure out what was going on here. I, I just, I didn't realize what was going on, 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 going on under our noses. And I owe you a gratitude of debt. Um, there's no need. Uh, the situation has been resolved, I think, in everyone's best interest. Uh, there were others who we let out as well who found uh, relatives, found, found their homes, their, their wives and children. So uh, there were a number of others who uh, have returned to society here. Yes, and uh, I feel for these, for these chosen few that you have brought here that have lost their way and lost some of their friends and family that have moved away from here, thinking that that these um, that these people are have passed. So I will do it, everything in my power to find them their true home, whether it be here or whether it be with wherever they need to go. Uh, she says, um, and you must be hungry. She says, I, I will allow you to eat and drink on me. Anything you'd like, let me know. I can do, I can get for you whatever I could provide. Also just let you know, uh, lodging is also free on me. Do not hesitate to ask me for anything. Again, I'm in your debt. And then thank you very much for, all that you've done to help us. You are now friends of lust. All I would ask is a pair of gloves for my friend. And she, even though she has, even though she's a very short and stout dwarf, she kind of looks at her hands and she kind of looks at Cravois or whatever. And she, she actually has gloves on and she goes up to Cravois and kind of, 
matches her gloves or her hand with his hand and they both have the same size hand and she goes and just picks off her gloves one by one and she says you can have my personal set this will do you a lot of good so john you just got a pair of gloves from the dwarven woman who runs the town Kavoy's Kavoy's just been spaced out for the last maybe two or three minutes. (laughs) He's staring at like a picture. He's like, is that? Oh, okay. What is it? He looks down. He's got his eyes. He's got his eyes squinted. Like, what is it? What happened? Yeah. So, so uh, Selenar asked for uh, a pair of gloves for Kravoy and, uh, and uh, Grognar actually gave her, her, Gave you her personal set of gloves. Uh, I accept these gloves, and I thank ye. <laughs> and she and she kind of giggles to herself. Do they fit my Goliath hands? Put put them on. See what happens. He puts. The, wait. Is there any like skin flakes left over? From inside, he puts them on his hands. <laughs> All right, you put, them, you put them on your hands, and you're you're studying these gloves, and you see that um, every every knuckle has a uh, kind of metal protrusion, kind of like what what would be like kind of claws, but they're actually shimmering. So why don't you roll me an arcane check? Oh my god, that's another great one for Cravoy. <laughs> Arcana. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rolled a fourteen. That's a thirteen. Nice. Um, so you can tell that there are there is some magic imbued in these little claws that are uh, embedded into these gloves. And uh, Grognar kind of looks at you and says, <laughs> "You've noticed the magic, have you? If these are poison claws, so if you are ever ever to even get even one scratch out of one of these knuckles into." one of your opponents, then they will be poisoned. And believe me, this is not a poison to be messed with. Oh, okay. So thank you. Thank you for, thank you for these poison gloves. <laughs> I, uh, I will, I'll wear them. I'll wear them <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> that's good. Cause that's why I gave them to you. Um, so awesome. then <laughs> she, she kind of laughs or whatever, and and uh, Martine kind of laughs too. And Martine kind of goes, "Oh, I've, I also have good news for Salonar. Salonar, I have actually found all of the components of what I need to make you your own wrap. Oh, if shit. you are willing to accept them, I accept. <laughs> all right." So we're just going to fast forward since we're almost at the end of the session here. So I'm going to say that you you sleep a good night's rest. You get your fill of food. You get your fill of drink. Some of the townspeople actually come to congratulate you and thank you for helping out at, at um, their town. And some time passes. And there's a knock on Selenar's door. And as you open the door, Martine is sitting... Uh, is standing in front of you with the wraps in hand. Cravoy, right next to him, I'm just going to say he got you first, Cravoy. And he, and he says, uh, he hands them to you and he says, for these are yours now. 
just, but just remember that they are you and you are them. Please treat them as treat them with respect and they will do the world for you. I thank you. So you accept them. They go, uh, you, uh, he puts them in your arms and as you get kind of the skin to skin, the skin to strap contact with it, you can notice that there, and you've known this too. Like there is a little bit of the necrotic energy that's in these straps or in these wraps or whatever, but you can tell it's not a harmful, it's more for energy. It's more for power. So do you, as the power kind of surges into your into your skin, do you accept the power that is going to be bequeathed onto you? He does. Okay. So the 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 wraps themselves start to kind of weave themselves around you, and you are encased in this in these wraps. And at first, it's it's kind of disorientating because you know it wraps around your head. You're in you're in complete darkness, and then it kind of shifts to where it at first it almost looks like what you see when somebody sees a black light or a black light. Sorry. Not what a black light when somebody sees um, when they have like uh, uh, those, uh, what are those called? Those goggles that the military uses or whatever, like um, oh, the night scope, the stuff. night vision. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> like the night vision where like it, it starts to turn green, but then you start to focus again. And then everything kind of seems like, like you're seeing it with your own eyes, but it's still a little distorted. And <laughs> Martine says, you are now bequeathed with the power. He, and then uh, they say, why don't you, why don't you try them out? So like when they initially wrap on him, like he gets kind of stiff, you know, as it like wraps around his head. Cause like, I don't know the other ones, like they were in a group and like, it just kind of like sort of worked and it was whatever, but now that like these are his, like it's a little bit more intimate, I guess, in a certain sense. Like the other ones were borrowed, but now these ones are like gonna be a part of, you know, what he's doing. Yeah. So he gets kind of tense, and then like as it starts to shift, and then he sees, and then Martina's like, "Oh, you know, just try him out." He he kind of like forces himself to like settle, like he spreads his feet a little bit, sort of like settle in. He closes his eyes and he like thinks out like, you know, like he, I guess he reaches his arm out. Cause then like, he wants to send the wrap sort of around Martine to like tap him on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, nice. Nice. And as you do it, you say out and it does exactly what you do. And it does it, it does it like, so fast that almost nobody sees it until it just taps itself on Martine's back and he laughs loud and in glee. And it's just super excited about it. And then for some reason in the back of your head, you think of doing something else and trying something else out. And for some reason, your head thinks of your old skibitars. And as Cravoy is watching the straps turn into uh, start coming like they're going to come out of his fingers and go into his hands and make like makeshift like wrap scimitars and they look super sharp like you would see scimitars to be and and uh selenar turns around and goes and throws one of the scimitars and it goes flying with the end of it kind of flittering out like it's still part of those wraps 
and it cuts off one of the candles by the wick and then flies back into his hand. And he kind of looks at it and, you know, turns back and sees Martine and Cravoy and Martine goes, I think you're ready. And he just like, he just laughs. He's like, ah, that is quite a trick. Like he did it, but he's kind of like, fuck, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And Martine's like, there's many more tricks where that came from. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cool. All right. I'm glad I didn't have to roll to do any of that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to do that, and I was like, nah. Oh, it's so good. There'd be blood everywhere. <sighs> Martine's head gets cut off on accident. Oh, no. Now we're on the run. Oh, shit. Oh, that's awesome. Now you guys are, now you guys are back to being fully badass again. Did so I was gonna ask, but then we we jumped ahead. Yeah. yeah. So Selenar was cautious to not like use Cravoy's name when the people woke up. Mm-hmm. Did anybody recognize? Did anybody recognize me because of the the C list celebrity, or or us together like as a pair? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Let's let's just say that that when before you go to bed, like you're drinking and everyone's coming by to see you and stuff like that, and you. Uh, Grognar even shows up and you can, and Grognar is like, I've had a conversation with Martine and your secret safe with us. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it basically just happens right away. Cause he, sh- she knows that, that you kind of are wary at that moment, you know, it's like, kind of like, you know, when you come to talk to everybody and you're like, uh, cause like technically Cravoy is kind of changed, so he could probably pass off as being someone other than Cravoy, possibly, but you didn't have really anything besides your awesome pajamas or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> uh actually, no, you were you had your cloak. So technically you could have just because those cloaks that they made you out of the sales or whatever, you could have technically just hid yourself if you wanted to. But I'm gonna say that's what that we were trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd say you probably did that before, but then as you're coming in, like they're gonna see you because they're congratulating you and stuff like that. But yeah, basically Grognar says says Grognar says that everyone is in agreement. Your see your secret is safe. Get, like stares you dead in the face and says, if if anybody anybody does different, they will pay with their life. And she says it very seriously. He nods, you know, like it may be a bit too much, like because the shit's gonna hit the fan here sooner than later. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly. how long it's gonna matter, but yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. And she and you could tell she has a knowing look too. Like you're only gonna be able to hide so well, so far, you know, so long, and then it's gonna, yeah. Again, you're gonna have to face it. Yeah, I, I assume like after like we bring the people back and whatever, and we're like, yeah, it's fine. We we took care of everything. It's fine. That she, you know, like that she said to Martine, like the fuck are these guys and like 
sailcloth that like did the thing that we couldn't do. And then like, he probably was like, well, you know, there's Salinor and Cravoy. Yeah. Well, the thing is though, is like now you guys, <laughs> you guys went from C list. Well, you went Salinor from being a C list celebrity to both of you guys are a list celebrities. Now, like a lot, a lot of people know you from different parts of the world. So yeah, you know, technically they're probably not as surprised by it. Grognor are probably more surprised by, Selenar surviving without any kind of weapon on him, you know, even though he's, you know, a veteran warrior and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, that's cool. All right, I dig it. Yeah, so I assume the story then like fully comes out as we're like sitting around drinking and whatever, as as the people are like relating the bits from their like, yeah, it was a fucking lich. I can't believe it. Like, I went out for milk and like this fucking kid grabbed me and blah 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 and then and then Kervoy's like we kicked the shit out of that witch 